It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. What is up, lacrosse fans? Today we are here to talk about the Inside Lacrosse Invitational, the 2020 and the 2021 finals. They aired those on ESPN. They did a great job covering those games for the kids, for the clubs, for the parents. It was uh, actually incredible to see. It's great to see lacrosse getting some of these showcase uh, games out there like they have on ESPN for football and basketball in years past. So excellent to see. It aired on uh, Wednesday on the 10th of this month of July. So if you have ES- watch ESPN or the ESPN app as part of your uh, uh, cable subscription, you can actually go back and watch it on demand, and I recommend you do. It was It was well worth it. I digress. Let's get into this. Podcast. All right, so the 2020 game, I watched that first, uh, so it only makes sense. We'll cover that uh, first as well. It, it came right down to the stretch. The Express North goalie, Stephen Krug, or Krug, he had an excellent game. He had a huge tournament, and he brought home the finals MVP trophy, and it was deserving. He puts up nine saves in the Express's win over Nation United. Nation United actually took an 8-7 lead off a of Benjamin Lott goal with 7-18 left to play, but then the Express answered back thanks to a great takeaway on defense that then turned around on the other side of the field into a Ray Dearth goal going back the other way. I'm going to talk about Dearth here in a little bit. And uh, and then Charlie Benson scores the game winner for the Express North with 158 remaining off just a simple alley dodge. I didn't get there, and I believe it was five hole. You may have five hole that I can't remember. You'll see the highlight though. Um, so my favorite player though from the 2020 side of this tournament, um, and he's uncommitted at this point, which is is pretty good to see. And I'm hoping he goes the way of his brother Peter Durth, who plays at Syracuse right now, who's an excellent uh, two-way midi for Syracuse. And then Cal Durth, his other brother, plays at Boston U. But anyway, uncommitted Ray Durth. He was my uh, my favorite player to watch, and I think he's a, a class of 2020 player to watch. He's uncommitted, as I said. He had a great tournament all the way through. He had two points, a goal, and an assist in the finals. He had that goal that you saw uh, that I'm rolling now again that he um, – uh, scored to tie the game up late. Uh, just he he. There's nothing he can't do. He can he can play on offense. He can shoot from outside. He can play. He plays incredibly well between the boxes. Picks up ground balls. Is incredible. One of his biggest strengths, just like his brother, is incredible in transition. It'll be interesting to see at the next level because this kid he is a D1 talent. It'll be interesting to see at the next level if he can kind of turn his offensive game into more offense offensive sets than his brother has gotten uh, so far. Uh, at Syracuse, but I, either way, the kid, he's, he's got that, a similar frame and I think he'll fill out just like his brother. He actually reminded me in the little bit of, I saw, of, saw of him, uh, before I actually it clicked that I knew he was Peter Durst's brother. And he reminded me a lot just in his frame, his build and his shot, uh, of Brendan Curry. Uh, but obviously Durst, I think has a little bit more meat on his bones than Curry, but, uh, not Ray, but his brother Peter. So I'm I'm thinking he'll fill out, and he's going to be of that mold. But hopefully he can translate his his play into a little bit more, uh, a handful more of offensive reps 
wherever he ends up. Great Dodger north to south, and his lanky frame kind of makes it tough for when he gets aggressive for a defender to kind of stay on the island with him without without needing help. Uh, so that frame allows him to get the edge on defenders as he goes down the alley. But like I said, he's he's great between the boxes and in transition. So no matter what happens with this kid, he's going to get time wherever he goes at the next level. The question is going to be, what will his role be? Is he going to be a between-the-boxes midfielder similar to his brother? Uh, uh, Peter, he tends to – he I, he puts up – points now also and he would he would be a little bit more aggressive in his dodging his junior year but still uh it'll be interesting to see how he can use this last year to maybe bulk up a little bit and then progress that game so that I think a lot of midfielders in this new shot clock era are hoping to be two-way midfielders that get offensive reps and and that's the old school style of lacrosse that I love so I like Ray Dirth I think that if anyone's got a shot in this 2020 class of being one of those true two-way mids that gets to play defense takes the ball away uh starts transition and then also scores goals. I think that he's going to be that kid in this 2020 class. It's going to end up being that that great two way midfielder. It'll be, uh, it, but it'll also be interesting to see where he ends up. Where where do, I haven't heard anything really one way or another uh, on where he's looking to play. So considering he's got brothers at, at two decent schools, you know Boston U, a good lacrosse school, and Cuse, an excellent lacrosse school. Uh, I'm I'm hoping hoping. He picks the cues. We just need more guys, more guys like this, more gamers and, and just ballers. That they're not necessarily five-star recruits, but they're the kids that are going to develop long-term into legitimate Division One lacrosse players. We move on to the 2021 game. And in this game, it was all amped early on. And uh, they jumped out to a four-goal lead quick, scored a, a bunch of goals back-to-back-to-back, a couple of goalie saves on their end led to that. Both goalies actually played well in this game, and, and both goalies came up you know, fairly big early. It could have been worse, um, uh, the score. Uh, it could have been worse than 4-0 is my point. Um, Nation United, they scored their first goal, obviously off a save, started with a save, and then a breakout up the field uh, for, for a sweet transition goal. Evan Plunkett answered after that to get it back to within two goals, 4-2, and we're going to talk about Plunkett a little bit more here also. Nation United, they turn the tables, though, as the game wears on. They end up taking a 10-7 lead and then rode that lead out to victory. Now, this brings me to the next player I wanted to talk about, another uncommitted player because he's a junior, Evan Plunkett. Uh, small guy. He's one of the wee folk which means he's quick, he's crafty, but he's also tough. You can be a, one of the wee folk and be a pansy, and you're not going to do a whole lot in the sport of lacrosse, especially at the next level. Uh, he reminds me, I hate, com- I, I, I say I hate comparing players, but I do it a lot. Sometimes it's necessary to compare players. He reminds me a little bit of a Joey Sessa. If he can put a little bit more meat on his bones, because Sessa is small, but Sessa is a strong lacrosse player. I'm talking of Joey Sessa from Yale. He, this kid reminds me of that and could play like that. And actually the highlight that I'm about to roll, he broke this kid's ankles behind the cage, uh, getting to the rack. And that's a very Joey Sessa like move. The kid's small, but he can, he can take the punishment. He can get to the rack and he can create, he keeps his head up so he can distribute the ball. Also by nature, he's uh, forced to keep his head up. That, that's part of it. And by nature, uh, defenders are going to have a hard time guarding a small, aggressive attackman that can dodge well because it's hard to defend them. Your stick ends up around their head. It makes it difficult for the help when you're trying to 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 be the slide in the hot 
call on a on a small attackman because when you come in to hit them, you got to kind of you you do you have to be a little bit more careful. You have to keep your stick off their head, so automatically you're not going to be able to plow this kid over. So a lot of these uh, smaller attackmen they end up taking a little bit less um, punishment through their careers because even though they're small, it actually they're, it's they're hard to body check, especially with the new rules. So. Like I said, his ability to create uh, that separation is going to make it hard for polls. And 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 even though we hate the comparisons, he really could be that Joey Sessa type attackman, a little spark plug. But he's got the skill to back that up at the next level. So Evan Plunkett, watch him. Uh, great lacrosse player. As always, thank you for watching. If you want to help us out, be sure to like and subscribe and all that stuff. You can also go to laxfactor.com and you can get some swag. We have one pair. This is the only pair of these we have left. And I believe they are a medium. These are old shorts. We had these printed a bunch of years ago, but they've been in a bin. So we have these if someone wants to buy those. And then we also, we have, as I've been talking about here, our Maryland flag shorts. Let me see if I can get you the full front here. Full frontal. Maryland flag lacrosse shorts. These are pretty sweet. You can go to laxfactor.com and pick up a pair of those. We have two pairs of these left, and then they'll be on pre-order until uh, mid-August or so. Uh, We also, I have a bunch of pairs of the Rampage lacrosse shorts left also so you can see you can go to laxfactor.com these are all ready to ship order them and they're off to you as always thank you for watching like subscribe and have a good rest of your week weekend whenever you're watching this 